Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Easygoing Podcast with your hosts, Juan Marcel and Rylan. How's everybody doing? <laughs> <laughs> I always ask as if you guys can say something yeah. back. Oh, <laughs> the podcast just fell into my chin. The podcast? The podcasting mic. Are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> Did it hurt? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm okay. So, I think last episode we talked about how I had a funeral to attend in Puerto Rico. And if you've been keeping up with the news over here in the States, then you know that there was a pretty devastating hurricane mm -hmm. that hit Puerto Rico. And so the Puerto Rico trip was canceled mm -hmm. because we my, wouldn't have power yeah, or water. My uncle still lives there and he told me that 90% of the island still doesn't have power, which is just insane. So. Yeah, we don't know if that's still going to happen, but we are going to Utah in two days. Yes, my parents see. live in Utah, so we're going to visit them, which is going to be so much fun. Yeah, she has this beautiful cabin. We're going to do a nice getaway vlog. Yeah. It's fall. We're going to go horseback riding. Oh my gosh, I've never done that. I've never gone horseback riding. Yeah. And her parents own ATVs. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go crazy. Yeah, it's going to be so much fun. Are you going to actually drive? Yeah, I will. All right. I just will be very slow and careful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we're going to be doing a lot of nice stuff out there. It's going to be very recharging. Yeah. Anyways, today we thought it would be fun if we did our very first advice column on the show. Yes, and this is fun because it can be like a continuous thing. Like this is episode like a one. Series. Yes, exactly. We asked you guys to submit things on Instagram, mm -hmm. asking us for advice on whatever you wanted. And we got a lot of submissions and we're just going to go through them and answer as many as possible. And yeah. we have not read any of them to prepare any answer. We're just going to give you straight from the heart. Yes. Honest advice in the moment. Which is the best advice. Of course. Okay, so let's get into these. And I want to start with this one. It's a more serious one. And we're going to keep all these anonymous. So I'm just going to read what this person sent to us and then let's react and give our honest advice on it. Yeah. So they said, Hi, Juan and Rylan. When your long distance podcast came out, I commented that I was about to go long distance with my boyfriend of nearly five years. Wow. We had such a healthy relationship and had even gone to Italy together two months before. It was an amazing experience. Once he left to Georgia, things went sour quickly and he broke up with me. He said he needed to be alone and was scared that he had never been with anyone else romantically but me. It was such a shocker and caught everyone off guard. Any advice for me going through this very, very difficult breakup? Oh and my gosh. they sent a follow-up and they said, Additional juicy info for context. He called crying and yelling, saying that he couldn't do it anymore. He had never yelled at me before. He said he felt attracted to other people and it was unfair to me. He explicitly said he wanted to see other people, but had also said he wants to find out who he is alone. First of all, wow, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Breakups are the worst and I can't imagine how you feel right now. Yeah, especially when it's so all of a sudden like yeah. that and it just seems like you guys are both on the same page and then this comes out of nowhere. Oh, yeah. That definitely makes it harder and it's like all your worst fears come true when you're mm -hmm. about to face long distance. You're like, what if what if they find out that they don't actually, you know, want to stay with me anymore? Or what if they start being yeah. attracted to other people? All those are the insecure thoughts that run through every human being's head as mm -hmm. they approach long distance. So I just want to say I'm so sorry that this happened to you. Yeah. First thing I want to say 
it's perfectly normal and healthy to process this and grieve over it and feel sad and just really embrace those emotions don't try to like hide from it or whatever whatever you want to feel just be angry Mm -hmm. be sad whatever you have every right to feel exactly all those things first of all i've been through things that are similar well really just breakups in general (laughs) yeah and i know how it feels when somebody breaks up with you and how awful that feels it's just so confusing and angering and disappointing yeah so i think that I mean, for me, what I do, what I did, you know, in that time was just letting time pass and distracting myself. I was healing at the same time, but trying to not wallow in that feeling or feel bad for myself. For, you know? for too long, not for yeah. too long. But at first, didn't you, you know, sit down in your room and oh yeah, and feel for those a few things? weeks. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying by it's healthy to process everything. Don't just jump right into distraction. Oh, yeah, no, no, definitely not. But at a certain point, yeah, when you've gone through the emotions and stuff, I would definitely say it's healthy to get back out and do things. Just hang out with your friends. Your friends will support you. Your family will support you. Yeah, hang out with your friends, hang out with your family, go to the gym, Mm -hmm. work on yourself exactly Um, take it as an opportunity to really work on yourself and take your power back because like you're an amazing person you You, don't deserve that yeah you don't deserve this and you know better things are on their way to you yeah and that's the other thing i want to say is as much as it seemed perfect and like you guys were meant to be leading up to that moment this is a blessing in dis- in disguise, I want to say. Yes. I know that that's the last thing people want to hear when yeah, this happens. But it's so true, but yes. It's, it's just, if this person was so willing to walk away at the first sign of any challenge. Yes. Because it was so fast into it, you know? Yeah. It's not like you guys were long distance for a year and he finally had to give up. Exactly. And that just tells me that this person was kind of looking for the first excuse to act selfishly yeah this person wasn't as devoted to you as they were making it seem Mm -hmm. and as you were to them that's why this is a blessing because if it wouldn't have been the distance that broke you guys up it would have been the first sign of temptation yes elsewhere yeah (laughs) if you guys live together or if you were married or something yeah and you could have gone so much further into this before you saw that yeah that's just a really big red flag regardless even if this person came back to you and said he wants you back i would definitely be wary of this red flag that he Mm -hmm. showed you but thank you for submitting we hope that this was helpful yeah and we're here you reached out to us on instagram yeah i'm so so sorry that's happening it's the worst yeah if you ever need any reinforcement or encouragement you can always dm us again you have us on there yeah and we're here for you okay let's do the next one how to be okay with the fact that i am a 19 year old girl who has no romantic experiences first off 19 (laughs) is so young so young i don't like that this narrative has been thrown onto all the kids growing up right now where it's like you have to be dating you got to be doing this or that yeah and you're like comparing yourself to other people's yeah uh pace like i really didn't start dating until like sophomore year of high school it was my first girlfriend and that's i don't even count that one because it was 
nonsense. <laughs> so yeah, I just want to say there's no rush. Everything goes on your own timeline and yeah. base it off of when you're ready. I was a really late bloomer and I just didn't start even like thinking about like romantic relationships until I was like 17. So I think that it's super normal and everybody goes at their own pace and everybody is, you, you just when you find someone you'll know and especially as a girl girls mature so much faster than boys yeah and juan was the first respectful boy i ever was romantically involved with and you met me when you were 20 20 i i think that it's normal and i wouldn't be hard on yourself at all don't put unnecessary pressures on yourself yes, because when you're older and you're looking back you're gonna be like wow i'm so glad i, I stayed single <laughs> yeah yeah all right, next up, advice on coping slash adjusting to the transition from childhood to adulthood. That's a good one. We are working on this now. Yes, we are. In the same question, they said after high school. Yeah. <laughs> which is funny because... We are technically like after college. Well, no, what or... I'm about to say is I think it happens multiple times. Like, Oh, yeah. It's not when you think it is. Because I thought it was hard when I first went to college and mm -hmm. dealt with that. And I was like, oh, okay, well, this is being an adult. And then now yeah. I'm 25 and I'm literally having like a quarter life crisis. Yeah, no, same. It's just hard because you're... You know, I have some friends who are married yeah, and like starting to try to have kids. Yeah. I have some friends who are still going to partying parties, and, yeah. and like deep in alcoholism. Yeah. <laughs> um, doing alcohol. Yeah. Doing the alcohols. <laughs> and then there's me where yeah. I have things, I have goals, I have, I feel like I'm on track, but I don't really have a frame of reference. My advice to you is the same advice as we gave the last person. Everything happens on your own timeline yeah. mm -hmm. and we're all trying to figure it out yeah there's no like way to adjust or moment like okay at 21 you do this and then yes. you will transition fully into adulthood i think that we're always just kind of figuring it out and yeah. never feeling like what it, what we imagined it was going to feel when we were a certain age yeah all right the next one is advice for people who are afraid to step out of their comfort zone this is me every day Really? Yeah, I'm always afraid to step out of my comfort zone. What? You don't mm -hmm. seem like it. I just mean like as in like talking to people or like, oh, okay. I don't know, sometimes creatively, like I've yeah. been, been struggling with stepping out of my comfort zone. I kind of like, I'm like, well, this works for me and I like this style. I was living life inside of my comfort zone up until I started modeling at like 19. From the outside looking in, I was doing all the right things and people yeah. were telling me, good job, good job and reaffirming that I'm doing the right thing. Yeah. But internally, I was so sad and lost and when i started acting based off of what was calling me and stopped being afraid to take risks and try things and go out and do something without necessarily knowing what's going to come from it yeah amazing and beautiful things happened and i look back on that moment and see where i am today and i'm so incredibly happy and proud and i failed a lot in, in different things yeah. and i never regret any of those things so i just think that you have a set amount of time as cliche as it sounds you have a set amount of time on this earth why are you going to spend the whole time worrying about what you should be doing or what might happen if you try something yeah. instead of just trying it yeah and i saw this quote the other day that said your largest fear carries your greatest growth i love that quote because it's so true 
Like yeah. the things that you're afraid of doing, but you want to do are going to help you grow so much more. Yes. Literally in every case, like there's no way that it doesn't. Even if you fail at something, you're grow, you're growing, you're going to have growth. Yeah. You grow more doing that than just like going through the motions. Yes, exactly. And ending up in some place where you exactly. look back and you're like, oh, I yeah. guess this is fine. Obviously being in your comfort zone feels so comfortable and feels so safe and I understand it but it's so important to push yourself out of that and to realize it sometimes I don't even realize that I'm in I'm wanting to stay in my comfort zone until like something reminds me that oh wow I'm just like I'm not pushing myself mm -hmm. I always find excuses to why I need to stay in my comfort zone which I think is normal for humans once you step out and once you realize it and once you decide to push yourself you just grow. So my advice to you for how to start stepping out of your comfort zone is all the things we just said as motivation for you. But yeah. I think start small if you're really scared right now. So if it's like, I want to go talk to that person. They have cool shoes. Yeah. Just challenge yourself to do like one thing like that, you know, every day. And it becomes addicting. I like, think so too. Like once you start doing it, you're going to start living outside of your comfort zone. It's the smallest things. Yeah. Go to a different coffee shop tomorrow mm -hmm. morning instead of your usual. Take a different route yes. to school. Take a different route to work. Yeah. You know, this one says, how can you understand if you're ready to be in a relationship? Because even if I like a guy, I never feel like getting in a relationship. I don't know why. I think that it definitely will be very obvious to you. Yes. When it's time. Like when I met Juan, I was like, oh yeah, I mean, it's go time. I need to, <laughs> like, I, I just knew that we clicked, that yeah. we made sense. I was a person who did not commit to people. I was dating somebody for eight months yeah. without ever committing to them. Mm -hmm. before rylan and i was very on the fence all the time like yeah. debating it and I, in the end i just decided you know what if it's not apparent by now then yeah. it's not right and then yeah. i met rylan and literally committed <laughs> to her two within weeks. like a week and a half or two yeah. weeks about two weeks after yeah. our first date yeah so, i really do think that you as like cliche as that sounds like you'll feel it and you'll know yeah. with the right person 100 percent Okay, now this one says how to stop searching for the one and falling in love with yourself more. Love you guys. Oh, love cute. you too. Love you. I definitely struggled with this growing up. Like we were talking about earlier, I had the pressure of like, oh, I want a boyfriend. I want to whatever, all this stuff. But I once I started to focus on myself and falling in love with myself as in having my own things and having my own goals... I started to fall in love with myself and then in turn that made me ready for a relationship. Yeah, they always say you need to have a full cup before you can pour into someone yeah. else's cup. And I even think further than that, you shouldn't be pouring into someone else's cup to fill them up. It's yeah. like you come together and you are strong together. You both need to be complete people yeah. the reason rylan and i worked so well and were able to do long distance right away and no issues was mm -hmm. we were very secure yeah about who we were and what we were doing that's what's gonna make the one mm -hmm. come around you know exactly so really get to know yourself you find the person that you're gonna spend your whole life with when you're not looking all right next one says anything that you would tell to your 20 year old self you that go was, first that was three years ago for me <laughs> Ooh. Oh, you, you know what yourself? i would tell my 20 year old self what i would say that i'm about to meet the love of my life oh baby the person that makes me 
a better person and I'm going to learn so much more about myself through that person as well. Maybe that's sweet. Yeah. I would tell myself that it's all going to be okay and things are going to get better because at that point I believe I was in my previous relationship and it was probably at its worst and I had kind of turned my back on modeling because of this person because they were too insecure about it and I felt myself being pulled in very many different directions yeah and didn't know who I was or what I wanted so yeah I would just say listen to that voice inside of myself that's telling me you need to leave this person you need to go do the things that are calling out to you you know and just have more faith in myself you know today I have a lot of faith in myself but I wish I would have found this earlier because I think I would be a lot further if I would have known the power that I have inside of myself to just make my reality instead of just let things happen to me wow that was really good and i loved it (laughs) (laughs) it was way way better than i mean mine was mine was sweet but yeah i mean we don't have to (laughs) review them you know yeah (laughs) yeah we don't have to compare them i guess you know yours is good mine was good (laughs) okay this one says what can i do to become a better person and that is very deep my friend (laughs) that is the age-old question um Well, I think the fact that you're even asking questions like this shows me that you are working on it. Yes. Because if you're thinking of yourself in that way of like, okay, I'm not a complete person. I have room to improve and I want to. That's Mm -hmm. a very good quality that you have already. And I think that doing things that have long-term... Effects. Yeah, have your longer-term gratification in mind instead of short-term gratification. So like, what little things can I do today that will make me better in five years, in 10 years? that's a really good one. I also think like referring to what we were talking about earlier in this podcast, pushing yourself out of your comfort zone. Maybe it's like waking up earlier or taking a cold shower. Just initially pushing yourself out of a comfort zone makes your mentality stronger. Do things to give yourself reminders of how powerful you are as a person. Every time that Rylan and I try something new or go somewhere different that maybe scared us and we come out of it, we are a stronger version of ourselves after that because we're proud of ourselves for pushing ourselves to do something like that. We've learned more. I think all of the best things in life come when you push yourself out of your normal routine, out of your normal comfort zone. Yeah. So yeah, reminding yourself of how powerful we all are internally, like you have the power to make your own reality. You don't have to let things constantly be happening to you. Yeah. There's a lot of things you could do, but I think you're off to a good start by asking these types of questions and anything that you feel in your heart, like I feel like I'm missing this or I need to work on this part of myself. Those are the types of things that I'm talking about. Like Mm -hmm. do that. Like start doing that. Start small and keep working towards the person that you have in mind for who you want to be. Yeah. Any advice on how to handle being an introvert? And this is where I will say you should come in. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I've come to terms with the fact that I'm an introvert, but it's really hard, I think. (laughs) Yeah. I think that I've always like shamed myself for not being extroverted or, or thinking that like I'm awkward in social situations or thinking I'm not talking enough. Those are things that really run through my head as an introverted person. Yeah, and that's something I want to talk about is, first of all, 
a world full of extroverts would suck yeah just as much as a world full of introverts yeah would. <laughs> you need both and like just because you're one doesn't mean you're like the bad one or whatever that i find it very endearing when there's an introvert around me yeah and that's something i love about you you're someone who thinks a lot before you speak yeah if somebody doesn't work hard to get to know you or talk to you mm -hmm. then they i feel they're missing out yeah you know and i got to see that part of you and i get to see special things about you mm. because i worked hard to get to know you yeah i think for me as an introvert the settings that i do the best in are intimate settings where mm -hmm. i'm getting to know each person on a deeper level rather than like on you know a surface level i like to really understand people and be able to talk to them deeper yeah so, I so think... understanding what settings are gonna suit you more yeah and something my father has been talking to me about is identifying like okay if this person's making you anxious as an introvert yeah that's not something to be like oh i hate that i'm like this or anything mm -hmm. that's to tell you oh my nervous system is alarmed right now like yeah. i don't feel safe yeah. And that means that this person doesn't, the vibe doesn't match you. Yeah. And that's okay. So as an yeah. introvert, possibly less people will immediately match with you. Yeah. But the ones that do, it will be special and more deep. Yes, I definitely agree. I've come <laughs> to terms with the fact that I'm not going to push myself to be extroverted in an extroverted room or like a room full of extroverts. I'm going to just be myself and mm -hmm. I'm going to talk to the people that, you know, make me feel comfortable and still push myself a little bit to talk to other people. But I'm not going to push myself to be somebody I'm not. Yeah, I'm going to just be myself. And if that means I'm a little more shy, then that's OK. It's OK to be shy. It's OK to be introverted. You should should just understand that there are certain strengths and yeah great things about the fact that you're an introvert and if there are things you want to work on once again referring back to the last question you can work on those things of course and yeah. uh, it's not like a cop-out like oh i'm just an introvert and mm -hmm. i just don't talk to people it's like she said push yourself but you don't have to force yourself to be someone you're not yeah so let's do one more yes this one says advice on how to figure out what you want to do with your life oh my goodness i mean can you give us advice on <laughs> i'm just kidding you're ending us on a real difficult note here yeah um i would say like reverse engineer the problem yeah and <laughs> this is me being so logical yeah. about this <laughs> yeah but just what are your passions like sort through what it is that you love doing what you would do yes. for free in life yes and then look at which one of those things would be most viable of an option like yeah. what would be something that you really do feel you could achieve and continue to dream big with that you know don't limit yourself but i'm just saying some of us have passions where it's like i'm i'm okay with this just being a hobby and yes. i don't have the even the ability to put in what it would take to maybe make this a professional thing yeah. and also some things do just need to stay hobbies passions mm -hmm. that you're not turning into business because yeah. that's that's its own thing that comes with its own set of challenges so once you really look through your passions and you sort out which one is most achievable and something you want to turn into a career then the next part is just go for it yeah. There's this notion of like, well, it's too late. I should already have it figured out or I can't yeah. just blow my life up and try this other thing. Yeah. When in reality, you can start fresh whenever the heck. Yeah, you can 
I think about this all the time. Like, you could be 50 different things in your lifetime as long as you're happy. Like, you don't have to have one thing that you do in life for the rest of your life. Like, until you die, that's what your work or job or thing is, you know? Yeah, there's plenty of examples of people who started something when they were in the middle of life. Yeah. And became successful before they died in that thing i think that if you are truly doing what you love and you are putting everything into your dreams Mm -hmm. then i do think it has a funny way of working out one way or another you'll learn something that helps you in some obscure way you didn't think it would like for example with modeling for the longest time i thought modeling was going to be my everything yeah and then it turned out it wasn't and now I find a lot of the principles of modeling and things that I picked up during that adventure are things that I am applying to this thing that we're doing with content creation that has helped me get so much further, so much faster. I would never take back anything that I did. And obviously we're still modeling, but you know what I'm saying is don't feel like you have to choose one thing and immediately be good at it or you're just wasting time. Or that's like the thing that you're going to be doing forever. Like you have your whole life to figure out what you want to do you could end up in a job that you thought you wanted your whole life and then you hate and then you pivot from there and you find something that you love and then you do that and then it changes as humans we evolve we change and our personalities change with that the things that we like our hobbies you know yeah that's the key word that you said is pivot yeah so just to recap everything that we said in that one look through and find what you're passionate about in life what you would do for free take stock of those things and understand okay which one of these is most achievable and which one is something i actually would like to turn into a career versus just keeping it as a passion or a hobby and then going for it without fear of failure or you know what if it doesn't work out is it going to be a waste of time i guarantee you it's not going to be a waste of time and you're not going to regret it and then what Ryland said, always be self-assured enough to know, okay, I can pivot from here. Yeah. What can I take from this experience to turn into something that helps me in this new experience? Mm-hmm. So guys, that was amazing. Yes, it was so fun. I yeah. love advice. Yeah, we want to do these advice. Co- Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> These advice column episodes (laughs) we want to do a lot more often and we would love to hear from you guys on whether you'd like that to be a thing or not because it doesn't matter how badly we want to do it. If you don't like it, then we are not going to do it. (laughs) (laughs) And we just hope that we provided some value to those of you who we answered. And if we didn't answer yours, we're sorry. There was a lot to choose from. and Yeah, this episode is already probably long. Oh, it's so long. <laughs> also, if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to leave us a five-star review. Yes. We are trying to reach 500 by the end of 2022, which woo-hoo. it's a difficult goal. <laughs> I don't know what that was. I was kind of doing like a woohoo. <laughs> I, tried, I tried not to laugh and to keep going, but what was that? I don't know. You I'm went, sorry. Anyways, we want to hit that goal and we believe that we can do it. We're at 340 five-star reviews on Spotify as of now. And you can also write us a review, which Mm -hmm. we have a new one on Apple Podcasts, which we wanted to read. So it says, you guys are such wonderful souls. Whenever I'm going to go on a walk or I'm on the bus, I always listen to your podcast. It calms me so much. Thank you for this amazing content and take care. 
Yeah, I know. That's that one's so sweet. amazing. We just love hearing from you guys and yes. knowing that someone took their time to actually write something out and yeah. being able to read your thoughts on everything that we're doing really does mean the world to us. Yeah. So thank you so much to that person who left yes, that review. Thank you. Besides that, if you ever want to submit any podcast episode topics, ask us a question or just say hi, you can always do that by emailing us at easygoingpod at gmail.com. We also leave a submission box at the bottom of each episode for you to submit to on Spotify. Yes. <laughs> or or, <laughs> or you can reach out to us on any of our social media platforms, of course, yes. whether that's comments, DMs, Anything. any of that. We love and appreciate you guys yes, so much. Yes, we do. And we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.